Hello, everybody, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 12 of Kid Commentaries. Uh, or, this will also be posted on the Mandalorian podcast feed. I'm your host, Drew Gretsch. Uh, and today, finishing up the Star Wars live-action commentaries, we still got, um, well, official announcement, uh, the Clone Wars movie episode coming in December. Yeah, we're gonna do the uh, we're gonna do the Clone Wars m- m- movie. That episode's gonna be the uh, penultimate uh, episode of season two of Kid Commentaries. Um, yeah, but definitely not the penultimate episode of the series as a whole because uh, we got season three planned to start sometime in early twenty twenty one. Thinking maybe March. Thinking of March. Not necessarily completely sure yet when we're gonna start season three. Uh, maybe fat February. I don't know, because we, we get a lot going on in that next year. I got, uh, I got to finish recording this stuff for season two, and then mo- moving on to planning out and starting to record uh, the first uh, franchise of films for season three. All right, but anyway, going back to Star Wars. Now we're doing Revenge of the Sith. Uh, this is gonna. So we're using D- D- Disney Plus. We're gonna use the Disney Plus release of Episode Three, and. I think this should work with any, like, if if you have the movie on iTunes or Amazon Prime Video or on, um, or, like, if if you had to pay for the movie, um, like, on a computer, like, and this may work with DVD. I don't think this works with the Blu-ray, though. I'm not entirely sure. Um, this is the version that, this has the, uh, 20th Century Fox logo, at the uh, beginning of it, so yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, we got the movie paused at um, hit play. We got it all synced up at zero 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 zero. So the beginning counter should just be all complete zeros um, before we hit play. So full spoilers for the um, Star Wars franchise as a whole. Um, and and I'm so so excited to do uh, the last. Star Wars movie, well, the last live action Star Wars movie, but, um, yeah, yeah, the last, um, last Star Wars, we're gonna finally do it, super excited about it, um, and, you know, I'm excited for what comes next with, uh, the Kid Commentaries Army, but let's just start it, so if you've got to pause the podcast until you're ready, please do so, uh, we got, this with subtitles on, our sound is off, um, yeah, so we got, so how much time we have left? We got two hours, 20 minutes, and four seconds. So, uh, yeah, if if you have that long left in the movie, uh, this works with that. Um, but if if you are on Disney+, Plus, especially, then you are 100% ready to go. Or if you have the movie on iTunes, that works also, I think. Um, yeah, so I'm going to count down from three. And then after I say one, I'm going to say punch it. And then on punch it, you're going to press play. So, three, two, one, punch it. So, yeah, 20th Century Fox right here. Lucasfilm. Uh, yeah, the one thing that they did for the Disney Plus release was... um. Change the uh, was uh, changed the Luke's own 
title card from the gray one, or the, the green and gray one that they had for the original six films. And then they uh, put in the one that they've had for the sequel trilogy in Rogue One, Solo and Mandalorian and all that. Alright, episode three, Revenge of the Sith. Uh, my favorite film in the Skywalker Saga, and I think a lot of people will tend to agree with me on that, at least in the fact that this is the best of the prequel trilogy. War, the Republic is crumbling under text by, by, by the ruthless Sith Lord, Count Dooku. There are heroes on both sides, evil is everywhere. In a stunning move, the fiend-destroyed leader, General Grievous, has swept into the Republic capital and kidnapped Chancellor Palpatine, leader of the Galactic Senate. As the separatist droid army attempts to flee the besieged capital with their valuable hostage, two Jedi Knights lead a desperate mission to rescue the captive Chancellor. Yeah, um, how I celebrated my Star Wars Day, and if you are a subscriber to the Mandalorian podcast, you know about this if, if you've listened to the May 4th episode. Um, I celebrated my Star Wars Day by watching the Siege of Mandalore and Revenge of the Sith at the same time. So that's what I did, and that, and it was very very fun. I had a lot. Of, I had a great time with that. Just um, seeing how all of it synced up and everything was great. So now here we're getting into um, just the opening battle. Uh, really, just so spoilers for the um, the for the Clone Wars series as well. Uh, if you've not seen Clone Wars, what are you doing? What are you doing? Especially with with with, with the later seasons, um, but definitely, definitely the uh, the final four episodes of the series in the Siege of Mandalore. Um, you know, and right now we know what Ahsoka's doing. She is uh, invading Ma Mandalore. I think it's fun, funny at least how um the Battle of Coruscant and the beginning of of Siege of Mandalore are at the same time. Uh, just both Anakin and Ahsoka and, and Obi-Wan as well just going in um, with the ships and the clones uh, and this whole thing is, is one -er. that was a kitchen sink right there this whole thing is one shot and here yeah and here's that, that was the cut uh, Grievous surprisingly absent from the final season of Clone Wars. Like, it's, it's like all of the um, main villains, except for Maul. Like, we, like the main villains of the Clone Wars were um, Grievous, Dooku, Ventress, Cad Bane. And, well, Ventress did fi finish her arc, and Cad Bane, uh, I don't think last time we saw Cad Bane was like season three? Was that last time we saw Cad Bane? And then I may, may, maybe he cameoed in season four. No, he, no, he, had, he was in like two episodes of season four. Um, and then, um, yeah, and, and then we, then there was all of the, uh, and then what else was there? And then, uh, yeah, so all, like, the main villains were gone in the final season. And then, you know, we had Maul, we had, had the return of, um, we had the return of Trench. Here's Oddball. Oddball, he makes a couple appearances in Clone Wars. You know, and, and, you know, 
watching the Clone Wars in between Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith really does help out. It really does help this tr trilogy grow and expand in so many ways. It we get to go much, much deeper into the um, into Anakin's head and into you know uh, everyone else in um in, in the series. I think that's just. That's great right there, I love that. Man. Uh, right now, as recording, we've not yet had um, Comic Gun at home, but, you know, like moving into that, um, I think we're definitely going to do like a full podcast recap of it on kid commentaries of all the big news that happened from Comic-Con. We're going to take all that um, from everything, like, not just from one specific franchise. And then, um, and if, and that'll be releasing on the kid commentaries feed. It's, well, I mean, it, it, it will have already come out and everything. And then, I haven't recorded it yet, but um, I think with Mandalorian podcast, since we took off the whole month of July, I think we're in, I think... We're, we're gonna come back with two episodes and do a full news show since we got like a whole lot of news and then um the rebels stuff since we're talking about the first half of uh season three of star wars rebels There really are a whole lot of um, quotes or then lines from the Phantom Menace that really just show up in, in the first part of this movie. Um, like um, you're, like you're gonna get us both killed. Um, I think there's another one. Uh. You know, and this was, at the time, was meant to be, like, the complete end of, of Star Wars. And obviously, we can see now, it's it's not. Well, at least the full end, uh, the complete end of Star Wars on um, the big screen in movie theaters. You know, and, um, I'm gonna be, uh, I'm gonna be... Honestly, I'll, I'll be fine if it's a long time until we get another Star Wars live-action film in theaters. Um, you know, I really enjoyed Rogue One and Solo. I mean, even if... I, I, I kind of want to see some smaller stories like that, like what we're getting with Kenobi in a couple of years for, for Disney+. Plus. I, I mean, if we can get, like, smaller stories, like, right now, as of recording, there has been no announcement as to whether or not, as what's ha happening with New Mutants, um, but there is a panel in, uh, like, two days from now, because I'm recording this on Tuesday the 21st of July 2020. Um, so, you know, that, there are rumors right now that's going straight to Disney Plus. I'm fine with that. I'm gonna see it anyway. You know, I'd, I'd rather watch it 
included with my $7 a month. Well, right now it's free for a year until November 12th because of, um, because of Verizon. But then even after that, I'm going to, obviously, I'm going to pay for it because I got, I'm, I got diehard Marvel fan, diehard, diehard Star Wars fan. So, I mean, you know, I got to, got to keep Disney Plus. Um, yeah, yeah, I am very, very excited. No, and I love the story of Solo. I love the Solo movie, and hey, Solo Star Wars story now streaming on Disney Plus. Um, I want to see more, maybe like hour and a half long Star Wars movies be released on Disney Plus. I would love to see that. See, like, an hour and a half long Star Wars on Disney Plus. Um, like, a, exclu like an exclusive Disney Plus release. Um, but, you know, like, just, just, like, the, um, a Star Wars story stuff. I'm, I, I'd be great if they, I, I'd be thrilled if they kept doing those. I, I love both, both of them. I think they're both, they're both very, very well done movies. And, hey, Rogue One is my favorite movie in the Star Wars uh, franchise, and Solo, really, really good uh, on its own, even without without con con considering the d development hell that, that movie was put through in, in production since, since 2012, switched directors like 11 months before the film came out, you know, that was a good movie, really good movie. Um, even all these Star Wars actors are right now saying that uh, they're done. John Boyega, just a few days ago, said that he was done with Star Wars. He's, he was done with it. Um, Oscar Isaac, Poe Dameron said the same thing. Uh, Alden Ehrenreich, he, he played Han Solo in uh, the Solo movie. He, he says he's all done. And I think that's very sad. Because, um, I mean, I think they... Alden did a good job. He didn't do a great job. He, he did a good job. I mean, especially when like you're playing Han Solo, you know, that's awesome. That's awesome to be able to do that. Um, because you know, it's it's hard to do stuff. It, it's hard to like portray a young version of a character that has been around for at that point. Like Solo debuted on the 41st an anniversary of Star Wars in the United States. You know. To portray a young version, to, uh, to to portray a young version of a character that's been around for forty years, forty one years, and then to be, I mean, you know, yeah, like people were like, um, they're like, he he sounds nothing like Harrison Ford. He's not playing Harrison Ford. He's playing Han Solo, and I thought, um, you know, but Donald Glover though. Donald Glover, on, on the other hand, is, I think, my favorite part of Solo. Um, his performance as Lando just blew me away. Um, as, as soon as I saw him, I'm like, like even, even in that first uh, Super Bowl trailer for Solo, like, he just blew me away completely. I'm like, this is, this is a great Lando. Even if the movie is not that great, this is going to be a good Lando. Um... I'm just going to check right now if you got any latest breaking Star Wars news. This is a Star Wars podcast. Jumbo is all done. 
Um, this movie has oh, so many great lines, so many great memes right here. I love it. That's something I am excited to see on Disney Plus in uh, 2021. The Bad Batch. The Bad Batch series. I'm I'm really, really excited for the future of Disney Plus. Um, you know, uh, we just got, I think at the time of this coming out, it's coming out on August 18th. Yeah, this episode is going to come out on August 18th. Um... All 20, well, 20 of the 23 MCU films are on D D Disney Plus. All the ones that Disney owns. Because um, right now they cannot release The Incredible Hulk, uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, or Spider-Man Far From Home on the service due to um, them being owned by different studios. I hope that changes in the future. I really hope that uh, there comes a time when, you know, when they decide, when Disney decides to buy those rights back, when they decide to release more adult content on the service and we can do a full MCU rewatch even like the Netflix show the Ninja Shield do all of that with, without leaving the app like I don't think I would do that that just sounds very hard especially with more MCU content coming out all the time obviously not right now but we're going to get that soon um, it'd be so hard to do um, but yeah I mean I, I want to get there someday um, and especially with, like, originals right now. I mean, right now we've got The Mandalorian and Hamilton, and also the final season of Clone Wars, but we're getting... with Star Wars or, or originals. Do it. Do it! I love that line. I love that line so much. I'm getting the Cassian Andor series, the Kenobi series, and the Bad Batch. That's three for Star Wars. And then also, you know, we're getting, uh, season two of The Mandalorian in the fall, and, um... I think we've also gotten the announcement for season three of Mandalorian. Well, not like an official announcement, but we do know that um, John Favreau is is working on the series or is there season three. And on the Marvel side, like, um, I know you guys know before, you guys know, but I don't. Um, the possibility of New Mutants skipping theaters and head and head to, to Disney Plus. I mean, that's not MC, but that is X Men. So it's MC. So it's Marvel. It is Mar Marvel. It's not MCU. Um, you know, theaters aren't set to reopen again until like a year from now. So, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Disney decided to release Black Widow and or and or Eternals on the service. Um, you know, with Marvel TV shows, I, I, what I, I think would be cool is push up the Mandalorian a bit. Right now it's to release in October and we do have confirmation from Bob Iger that the Mandalorian will not be delayed. It's not going to be pushed back. It's going to debut in October or sooner. Because um, this month, August, you know, we got the uh, release scheduled for Disney Plus and uh, Falcon and, and Lunar Soldier was not there. So what I think it would be cool is if after Mandalorian ends, we get Black Widow, get Black Widow, and I kick kicking this off, either in theaters or on Disney Plus, or and or New Mutants. I, I I prefer Black Widow, but New Mutants also. And then we just get three 
Marvel shows back to back. We get the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, WandaVision, and Loki back to back, and then like either end it or something. And you know, we, we do know we, we do know that Marvel is still working on the What If series for, for Disney Plus because that is the animated series, so they have been able to keep working on that. Um, which I'm super excited for. The, the What If show sounds awesome. Um, so they could do that. They could uh, they could do so many things with it. So many things with the release schedules and like we could get Falcon and and, and Nurse Soldier in late 2020, and um, immediately f followed up by WandaVision or just a few weeks after get WandaVision, and then pretty soon after that get Loki, and then end it with, with Eternals, or you know put in What If they're also and then do Eternals, um, just, you know start with a movie and end with a movie. It'd be so easy to do, especially after this super long just drought of MCU content. You know, we haven't had anything real MCU since Spider-Man Far From Home last July. That was 13 months ago. You know, we had season three of Runaways, but that's loosely connected to the MCU. We got Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. ended like six days ago. Uh, as you guys are listening to this. And then, um... And, and then, uh, Hellstrom coming out in two months. Which is also MCU adjacent. Um, but yeah, nothing real Marvel Studios in over a year. And I, I am... I, I'm totally fine with that. I'm totally fine with them. You know, after the huge event that was Endgame, and, um, then capping it off with Far From Home... Which I think the Far 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 From could have been like a November release, and it would be fine. Um, but yeah, like giving us that break, giving us this break to let us reset, and then to start off with a much smaller story with Black Widow. Um, I I I think would be great. I think that would be really great to do and to um just give us that breathing time, like like what we're getting with Star Wars. See what I did there, guys? I just tied it all right back to the Star Wars at the end. Um, yeah, so. Dis Disney Plus, it's a little dry right now. I mean, yeah, they're, they're releasing a whole lot, a lot of X-Men movies. Um, and it seems like what they're doing is they're, like, they're releasing like one Star Wars thing each month. You know, like that. that's just what it seems like they're doing. Um, you know, it is more than one of that. Like... We had, uh, so November, we had all Star Wars. And, and was Mando. And then December, we got, um, more Mando. We got, um, and, uh, Last Jedi. I think January was complete. No, January, I don't think Jan January was completely absent. I think there was, like, a one-day Disney thing that was Star Wars related. Which... That's like a so one day did Disney's a series of shorts that released every Friday like they were like five or six six minutes long, and they're they they're like detailing like what it's like to work at Disney. Um, and there's gonna be like fifty two two episodes in the series, so like each Friday, so like every Friday since until like the first Friday of December, and that will be the end of uh, the show. And it's been really interesting to see, like, 
you like five or six minute this five or six minute look each week as to like what's going on um, behind the scenes at Disney, and um, it is re really re really great, very informative. Um, you know, and, and, and as a Disney fan, um, it's just great to see all these people like doing other jobs, like all the all the Disney cast members at the parks. Um, and other things. It's just re really, really fun to see it. I'd say the ability to pilot this thing is irrelevant. Strap yourselves in. Open all hatches, extend all flaps and drag fins. Um. Yeah, well, let's just look right now. What's coming at Comic Con? You guys already know what's coming at Comic Con. Um, so you guys can hear me theorize about what's coming at Comic Con. I don't know. Let's talk about more about Star Wars news. Um. So, I mean, I'm just really, really, <laughs> I, I, so I, I looked up Star Wars news on Google, and it's like, people also ask, the first one is, is Star Wars over now? And then, and then you click on it, it's like, after a three-year break, Star, Star Wars will return to theaters, new trilogy, why not, not tied to the Skywalker's launch in 2022, and have sequels in 2024 and 2026. No, sorry. I'm would be fine. I think that Disney really needs to pull everything together. They have to pull everything together. Um, you know, one person in charge. You know, there are th rumors right now that um Disney is gonna say that the sequels, or at least the Last Jedi and Skywalker, are in a different timeline. And then we're going to get new versions of those. So, yeah. I don't think it needs that. I think, like, they need, like, special editions, though. You know, when, like, they just, like... My problems with The Last Jedi do not rest with Luke. They are on Canto Bite. They are with Leia flying back through space. So I think, you know, if like if if we got like a Snyder cut of Last Jedi uh, right here, just incoming, you can see the Millennium Falcon right there. Um, just at the bottom of the screen. Uh and it's like you just take out those things, you redo some scenes, and I think you could have a really great move right there. I mean, on its own. I do enjoy The Last Jedi. I skip through the dumb parts. Like a cantle bite, I skip through that. And then I shut my eyes when Lay is flying back through space. Like, I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. And then after that, I um, I enjoy the movie. 
with, with the exception of those two scenes. I enjoy The Last Jedi. Um, but, yeah, I do like, I, I, and then I did enjoy The Rise of Skywalker. I think as a trilogy, it's very, like, not cohesive. It's not a good trilogy. But, I'd say each film works on its own. Um, Samuel L. Jackson. I don't want to make Mace Windu series. There was a time, guys, when we when what was gonna happen was it's just just a couple years ago. This was also gonna happen before, like like two and a half, half years ago. This was still the plan. Do a Star Wars movie each year, usually in December. This movie each year. Supposed to be The Force Awakens, then Rogue One, Last Jedi, Solo, The Rise of Skywalker, Kenobi. And then not episode 10, but something new. Something new. And then it. Probably the Ryan Johnson trilogy. Then the Benioff and Weiss trilogy. Um. But. And, and there was just so much about to happen. Like 2019, I think, was like. The biggest year for Star Wars. 2019. Let's just look at, like, the fall of 2019. Let's start October. You got Star Wars Resistance. So it started off small with just one TV show that really no one would watch. It was on, on Disney Channel, Sunday nights at 10 p.m. Um, then there was um, no November... We got The Mandalorian on, on, on November 12th, with new episodes streaming each Friday. And then on, on, on November 15th, three days later, we got episode 2 of The Mandalorian and Jedi Fallen Order. So uh, episodes of, of Mandalorian c continue to come out each Friday until December 18th. When That's a Wednesday, when we got chapter 7 of, of The Mandalorian, because two days later was the release for The Rise of Skywalker. And also, on top of all that, there were all the new books and comics tying with Rise of Skywalker. So we had two seasons of TV, a movie, a video game, and like ten different books and comics. That was a lot. It was a lot. And I'm fine. You know, I think that 2019 and 2020 was huge. It was insane. In, in a good way. In a good way. We was busy in the fall. And then it slowed down for like a month. Or like two months. And we got the, the final season of the Clone Wars. And right after Clone Wars, we did it very small. So we like really did like flatten the curve with Star Wars <laughs> over the last like year. We ended it. We ended that with um, Disney Gallery of the Mandalorian. That's the... Uh, was the uh, mini series on Disney Plus, and if you have not watched that, that was that was very it was very very good. It was it was a really great look into making of the show, um, and yeah, it, it it was it was so good.
something I also like to do. Um, I like to do is I like to go to movie reviews. I like to find like the one star stuff. I'm on IMDb right now. Just, just, just so I can be like, ah, oh, this is. Another thing I like to do is I like to go and on common sense me media. I like to look at stuff written um, by overprotective parents. So let's go on common sense media and find it into the set. This perfect film, which should have won every single Oscar. So it's got a 12 plus rating. I'd say that's fine. It's 4 out of 5 stars. I say it should be 5. Alright, parents say. What are the parents say in this movie? Okay. I like to go to find all the uh, 18 plus and or one star. That's what I like to find. There's gotta be some of these. There's actually a story right now, right here, with um, about like what ha happened at the Lucasfilm screening of this movie. Right here, just someone went right right here in the middle of the movie just goes, No, you're my schmoopy. Just No, it's funny. It's just funny. Just so grown people can go and like criticize their own work. Like that's how you know you're an, like you're an artist, I feel. Like when you can go back and criticize your own work. Alright, looking for 18 plus one, one star. I haven't done any yet. Going to this page two of six now. It's 15 plus. Ah. Oh, three stars. Why'd you say three stars? By Drividil. Okay, 15 plus three stars. A wretched end to what could have been a wonderful trilogy. No child should watch this movie. Mass murdering of children. A man delimbed, then burned alive. A husband nearly murdering a wife. This type of garbage marketing marketed as family-friendly entertainment is informative of just how sick our culture has become. And 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 and, and I do see right there how how that is, how that is a problem. Um, adding insult to injury, the movie is not good. Someone seems to have swapped out Nat Natalie Portman with a drone. Her acting in this movie is robotic. Mer mercifully, Jar Jar Binks has little more than a cameo. The pacing is terrible. The psychological leaps are expected to accept the last hour are absurd. You are incorrect in your opinion. That's, like, I usually hardly ever say that an opinion is incorrect. Unless it's like a like, I I don't, I don't want to get into politics or anything, but like unless it's like I mean not it's not really political. It's like, um, like stuff. I don't, I don't, I, I, I I don't want to get into it. But like, well, that's one of the things on that list is like of a wrong opinion and saying that they're they're into this bad. This is not true. This is the best 
in the whole Skywalker saga. Right after the last Jedi, no, it's not. Last Jedi is just above Attack of the Clones. Now here's one that says, 14 plus 3 stars, not appropriate for teens. Yet I rated it 14 plus. Still, I'm not fine. Found a uh, an 18 plus yet. Shocking. And here we go. 18 plus three stars. Not good at all. Not for kids. Very violent and shows how easily government can be corrupted. Overall, not something any kid should see. Okay, that probably wasn't a Karen. Page four. Um, not rate, rate for age, three stars, it's finally over, too violent for kids, too silly for adults. This movie pro probably harms, harms household pets as well. Stay away. Why don't you give it three stars? Does make sense. But, you know, this is, this is a perfect movie. That's what this is. Oh, oh, here we go. I like to imagine, you know, like, this, like, if Star Wars was told completely chronologically, you know, we would have still gotten the Clone Wars, but, uh, you know, this episode aired like three or four days after the Clone Wars. Uh, old friends not forgotten. Uh, and I just really wish that, like, we could have gotten, like, a line in there, like, how's Ahsoka doing? And obviously that's not, that's un unrealistic, because it's, because this came out, like, 15 years before that. Like, just, like, weeks before the 15th anniversary of this movie. So, um. Uh, here's here's a good fan story right here. Oh. Four stars, early one morning. Okay, so I'm a big Star Wars fan. I was up this Thursday morning with a sold out crowd of one wondering why all these people were as crazy as me. All of us in a movie theater at 1:10 a.m. in the morning. Sheesh. But after after waiting almost 30 years for this film, we were we were ready. The story is now complete. Well, whatever you want to know is pretty much answered, and the visual effects will not be disappointing. PG-13 is a must. Due, due to some fairly grueling attacks by and on many important characters and some fairly frightening things. Let's say, watch once before you decide to take your kids out of... Uh, okay. You will not be a master. No. You, you, you will not be a master. He, he thought he was going to be a master. That, that's not going to happen. 
I really do love y y Yoda's look in the prequels, though. Yoda's look, look, look in the prequels is, is just outstanding. I'll grant you the rank of master. Not even, most of them aren't even in, uh, there, there's like no ships also in, um, on Mandalore right now. Alright. Oh, alright. Here's something cool, guys. So I'm looking at trivia right now. The original cut of this movie ran nearly four hours. The opening battle in Palpatine Re Rescue Alone ran over an hour. The extra footage of Palpatine Rescue scene is shown in the video game for the movie. That's really cool. Like that's something I, I want to see. Like you know, like in the um, like the Snyder covering. Yeah, like I really want to see. You know, like it's called Zack Snyder's Jaws. Just like for HBO Max. I want to see two movies on Disney Plus. I think only one of them is likely. Well, I want to see three on Disney Plus. Oh, two, two. Only one, one, one of these is likely though. I want to see George Lucas's Re Revenge of the Sith with that title. And I know this is probably unlikely and will never happen. I want to see Colin Trevorrow's Duel of the Fates. The Duel of the Fates script is outstanding. This is original episode nine. Uh, I drew from both films preceding it, and it was wonderful. It was a perfect script. Uh, the ending of Star Wars fans are really just the X-Men days, future past, and Avengers Endgame, and Harry Potter and the End of the Deathly Hallows Part 2 for Star Wars. Alright, some other cool trivia. Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen trained for two months in fencing and fitness and in preparation for their epic battle. As a result of their practice, and the speed at which Kenobi and Vader engage the, du the duel in, in the Kopita movie is the speed in, in which it was filmed and was not accelerated uh, di di digitally. Uh, here, here's something cool. On, um, uh, for uh, the... Uh, back in, in production, a 10-year-old Han Solo was going to appear dur dur during the Battle of Kashyyyk as, as an orphan being raised by Chewbacca. He would have helped lo locate Grievous by, by, by finding part of a transmitter droid that was sending signals from Utapau, allowing Obi-Wan to find it and confront the villain. Solo's young adult ears were covered in Solo a Star Wars Story 2018. That's cool. I... I I, I, I knew that Han was supposed to be in the movie, 
I didn't know that he would have such, such a big role in it, though. The images of the volcanic eruption on Mustafar is real footage from Mount Etna in Italy, which was erupting at the time of production. That's really, really cool. That's really cool. Um, I, I, I like that a lot. I think you guys can go through and find like all the deleted scenes. Um, you'll 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 really really enjoy those. I think something I, I do want to do, which I haven't announced this yet, um, but with Mandalorian podcast, we got our plans. Um, we're gonna finish up the shows. We're gonna do um, got two more episodes of Rebel season three, one for season four. I'm gonna do three episodes of Resistance season one because we got uh first half season then we have the shorts there because there were some 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 shorts that were, that were released in between those half seasons that are not on disney plus those are, are on youtube and then the second half of season one of resistance because we've already talked about season two as because that was coming out last year um and then uh depending on when mandalorian comes out and all all that is subject to, to change when the Mandalorian comes out, because um, we will take a break from what what whatever we're doing to cover season two. Uh, we're going to talk about the movies in release order, including the Clone Wars movie in between episodes three and seven, and excluding the Red Skywalker as we've already talked about it. And uh, then I think we're going to do, or maybe before the movies, I think we're going to talk about. The uh, Forces of Destiny shorts on Disney Plus. That'll be like four episodes. Um, but after the movies, after season two, Mandalorian, we're gonna do. Um, I think what I really want to do is like deleted scenes. I really want to do like del deleted scenes for um, the movies. And I want to talk about. Um, so I've I've got like a loose plan. I know what I'm gonna cover, but like with kid commentaries, I, I I've got weeks planned out. Also, I've got like. This, is, this episode's going to drop on this day. Um, but I don't... I know what I'm going to cover with season... With uh, Mandalorian Podcast. I just don't know like when it's going to happen. You know? Um, so back to trivia. L Lucas deliberately made the Vader suit top-heavy. For instance, adding weight on the helmet. To make Hayden Christensen not appear too, too accustomed to it in the movie. That's really great. Um, Liam Neeson has, 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 has said that he recorded a cameo, um, as, as Qui-Gon, which was to feature in a scene with Yoda, for, further explaining the concept of a Jedi communicating from beyond the grave. We, uh, actually, we've actually, um, I think the link scene's on Disney+. Plus. Let me just check my Disney+, Plus right now. Um... And if you guys have have Disney Plus but have, have not seen this, uh, just listen up. So uh, I've opened the, the Disney Plus tab. Go to Star Wars. Scroll down. Go go to, to Revenge of the Sith. And click Extras. Now this will work with any movie or TV shows if, if they have it. You can see some deleted scenes here. Some commentary for some movies. Um, With Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, you can see a deleted scene called Yoda communes with Qui-Gon. I think that's really, really, really cool. And I think 
all of the Ruins of the Sith commentaries are on here now. Or not commentaries, um, just deleted some, some, some of them animatics. Which I really like. Me, didn't they? The tragedy of death plague is the wives. They think inwards, only about themselves. And the Jedi don't. The Jedi are selfless. They only care about others. The, the tragedy. Darth Plagueis Weiss. Is it a Sith legend? It's a Sith legend. How does he know a Sith legend? Perfect scene right here. So wise, he could use the Force to influence the midi chlorians to create light. He had such a knowledge of the dark side. Hmm. He could actually save people. Yeah, that's yeah, the pathway to many abilities some consider to be unnatural. What happened to him? He became so powerful. The only thing he was afraid of was losing losing his power, which Eventually, of course, he did. Unfortunately, he taught his apprentice everything he knew. Then his apprentice killed him in his sleep. Were, were you the apprentice? Ironic. But no. It save others mm -hmm. from death, but not himself. Is it possible to learn this power? Uh, not from a Jedi. Not from a Jedi. Chancellor has requested 
that I leave the campaign. He said I should do it. The council will make up its own mind who is to go, not the chancellor. And you are not a master. I concur. Master Kenobi should go. I agree. I. I. Very well, Council Attorney. The thing is funny, just everything goes Palpatine's way in this movie. But I also don't really think that he ever thought that Anakin should go. Because he knew that the council would deny it. Chancellor Palpatine's strategy for maintaining power is known to political science is, is known to political scientists and is called perpetual war. Uh, he comes to power through conflict with the Trades Federation, gains greater privileges through the Clone War, and solidifies his position through war on the Jedi. That's interesting. I, I really like that. May the force be with you. Goodbye, old friend. May the force be with you. There's Cody. Just think back to all the times of that. You know, Cody and Cody and Anabion save each other's life. He's worried about you. 
says you've been under a lot of stress. I feel lost. Lost? What do you mean? Obi-Wan and the Council don't trust me. They trust you with their lives. So the budget. Uh, 113 million dollars. The worldwide, the an uh, opening weekend made 108 million dollars. So it almost made its money back in opening weekend. Um, and then the worldwide gross ended up being eight, uh, roughly 870 million dollars. And uh, I think this holds the record for highest grossing movie release on a Thursday. Let me check. I, I think it is. Um, box office mojo. All time. All right. All. Alright, all-time charge, top lifetime grosses. Alright, it's The Force Awakens. Alright, there we go. Worldwide, I don't really feel about domestic. Alright, worldwide though, the top lifetime gross um, is, is Avengers Endgame. Uh, with by the mo by, by the Motion Picture Association of America rating with G rate 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 movie it's Toy Story four with G and PG combined is the Lion King PG is the Lion King I'm assuming it's 2019 PG thirteen is Endgame R is um Joker. That sounds like an adult film. I'm going to let me like six, six, seven million dollars. Take the fighter back to the ship. Tell Cody. Ooh, showdown. I've made contact. Interesting. Seventeen cars showdowns. Oh, cars two and cars three. All time openers. All right, Dark Knight, Spider-Man three, Pirates of the Caribbean, Demons Chest, Revenge of the Sith, Death of the Last Part Two, Dark Knight Rises, The Force Awakens, Jurassic World. The winner. Dark Knight was in theaters for a year and a half, 76 weeks, not really a year and a half, but, um, yeah, over a year. Oh, almost. Close to 
Yeah, almost like a full year in uh, release. It's insane. Um, yeah, I think that's the biggest one. Uh, trying to find now. I want to find more like what movie's been in theaters longest. What is that? With the longest theatrical runs. The longest theatrical runs. Okay. This is old. This is like 2008. But whatever. E.T. is over a year. Um. No, okay. I need one. Newer. One. Grievous is super weird, no longer Oh, alright. Longest films ever. Cinematic. Experimental. Oh my god. Modern Times Forever. It was 240 hours long, it was 10 days. The longest film ever was released in 2012. Called logistics. Eight hundred and fifty seven hours. Thirty five days and seventeen hours long. So yeah. Is uh, one's recent separate parts. Lord of the Rings, oh, okay, yeah. Star Wars. That's insane. I think the entirety of the Star Wars canon is on Disney Plus. It's all of it from one place. And you can't do Marvel fan. You can do a Marvel binge from Disney Plus, but you can do a Star Wars binge. Whatever leaves in that. You got um, all 12 theatrical releases, and Clone Wars included, and all four TV shows. 
So, yeah. Should be there too. This right here. This is this is Palpatine's trilogy. He he he's had a hand in everything that happened. Um, forever. He's he's done all of it, really. I think that's. I think that's so interesting. To just like go back after the Rise of Skywalker and look at all nine films in in order. Turn. 
I think this is so cool, because he does hate guns.
Now right here, that was just the um, the uh, background of um, Seattle, I think. Let me check. Um, we're going to do this with Skyline. Into the Sith. Can't actually see like a real world uh, skyline. Come on. What city is that? It's right there, you're right there, a bit of, um, across the stars. I can't find it. Can't find which one of those. Master Windu, I take it General Grievous has been destroyed. I must say, I guess, sooner than expected. In the name of the Galactic Senate of the Republic, you are under arrest, Chancellor. Give me Master Jedi. The Senate will decide your fate. I am a Senate. Not yet. It's treason, then. I love this one. You can actually hear the Verandas duel in, in uh, episode uh, in episode seven and episode seven eleven of Clone Wars. Will never return. You have lost. Now, 
Stop zapping yourself. So yeah, that was part you hear in Clone Wars. To your teachings. To your teachings. And here's where he becomes Vader. Truly, truly Vader, and I oh, so interesting. Vader. I agree. 
Russell's next move will be against the Senate. I heard only how how soon he calls him master. I don't like that. Here's this is devastating. This is devastating here. It's so sad.
This is just so, so sad. Devastating. This figure is actually uh, Lucas's son. Let's just see right now if there's any, um, birthdays for Star Wars, uh, for today, August 18th. Oh, Ed Norton's birthday, uh, Incredible Hulk, Bruce Banner, Robert Redford, um, 
from Star Wars. I love the music here. John Williams, though, has done an amazing job throughout the nine Star Wars films. Thank you, Dreamy. I, I feel so... Help. 
Jesus. Nope, but he's going to kill all my 20 years. Thank <laughs> you. 
Until first, I wonder how long it took. I wonder how, how long that really took, though. Like my brother, cannot do it. Wasted by the dark side, young Skywalker and me. 
I don't know where to look. Use your feelings, Obi-Wan, and find him when you will. Last time you saw him. Even right here with uh, the all of this, he's um no John Williams. He very rarely like plays the same notes over and over again, but he he does here. He plays like eleven or twelve times. Gonna sneak on board your ship. Yep. That's about right.
Jedi turned against me. Don't you turn against me. I don't know you anymore. Anakin, breaking my heart. You're going down a path I can't follow. Because of all Because of what you've done. What you plan to do. Stop. Stop now. Come back. I love you. Go, Anakin. What? Anakin. 
I'm sorry, it's just so portable. I think it's Palpatine's empire, I'm sorry. I like that great. Love this. I just love the ending of this movie. It's just
this to me. As is your faith in the dark side of the Force. Oh, there's this song from the Lego Star Wars. Most amazing game in the world. Here's this movie's uh of Fates, which is in all of the all three prequels. It's in the uh, advertising for the Rise of Skywalker. In the shop, and we can shop a bit in uh, Solo. I always hate that noise. I always hate it. I always cringe. It's the one thing in the movie that I cringe during. It's Yoda's fingernails.
Yeah, I thought it was Cody. This is amazing. Especially considering there was like footage like an actual volcano. You know, not just something that the VFX guy is making today. From my point of view, the Jedi are evil.
This is the end for you, my master. You tried it back in Canada, and it worked. What's cool actually is that um Luke, Leo, and Ezra Bridger. They were all born in the same day. They were all born on Empire Day. So I think that's cool, a little uh Star Wars fun fact. That uh they're both born on the same day.
Was it the kitchen? The, the, the other thing? It's also interesting right here that both uh, husband and wife are in um, the hospital at the same time. There's both. I mean, really right here, I think, is the, the true death of Anakin Skywalker and the true death of Padme Amidala.
Insert here again is um, reprising since uh, the Phantom Menace. This right here is um, Qui Gon's Noble End. Kenobi is supposed to take place eight years after this. Uh, Jedi Fallen. Alright, so after Revenge of the Sith, I think the Bad Batch is supposed to Im immediately follow. And this is right after the end of the Clone War series. Then, uh, it's, um, then it's, so after that, um, Jedi Fallen Order is five years after, Kenobi is eight. Solo is nine. Solo is nine years after. Um, Rebels is 15 years after, and Rogue One is 19 years after, and so is, uh, Undo Hope. So yeah, that's all the, all the, uh, those are all the main stories that take place in between, um, Episodes three and four. So, uh, and I guess uh, I don't think we have an exact timeline as to where. And I think Cassie and Andor that's here supposed to take place in five years before. I'm just gonna look that up. Yeah, five years before, so um, same time as uh, so five BBY is um, Rebels, the season one of Rebels. So it's gonna take this alongside the first season of Star Wars Rebels. Yes, Your Highness. I'm placing these droids in your care. Treat them well, clean them up, and protocol droids mind white. What? Mm-hmm. 
Is Alderaan? Honey, I'm home when I brought a child with me. Saga ends as it began. Into the Sith, everyone. Thank you so, so much for listening to the podcast. Uh, whether you are listening uh, via Kid Commentaries or the Mandalorian podcast, if you are listening on Kid Commentaries, where this will mainly be posted, but you know this will be this will be posted at the same time on the Mandalorian podcast feed. Uh, for Kid Commentaries, there's new we post new episodes every other Tuesday, and with Mandalorian podcast. Uh, episodes every Friday, but not this Friday, because you got this on Tuesday, so it's like 10 days for the next podcast. Um, uh, please follow us on Instagram, at Kid Commentaries Network, for news about all eight of the podcasts here. Um, we got Kid Commentaries, this is Cinema Soundtrack Podcast, Mandalorian Podcast, Star Wars, Bothans, an- another Marvel podcast, Monday's Minutes, A Kid's Take, Dalek R- R- Radio, and Gilmore Weekly all of our shows, uh, for the network. Uh, make sure to leave us a five-star review on iTunes, and we have a five-star review to read here. Um, so yeah, whenever we are sent a five-star review, we read it. So send a five-star review, please. It wraps us out. It helps out the algorithm and everything. This is for Kid Commentaries. All right. Uh, Sam Smeeze says, awesome stuff. Five stars. Great podcast. Check, check it out. And it's simple. Just... Even something simple like that just makes us happy to uh, see. To just it makes us ha- 
happy to see that you guys are enjoying it. Uh, we started a whole new podcast. That's the reason uh, the Dalek Radio was brought back um, from WhoCast was because of a five-star review. I'm, I'm not lying. That's why it was uh, revived. Um, so, yeah. Please leave a five-star review on all the podcasts we have here, all of them. Uh, it really does help us out. Um, also, on the website, we have links to where you can email us, where we always love to hear your feedback about how to make the show better. And check out, please, please check out uh, the 2020 Listener Survey for the Kid Commentaries Network. We are um, taking your responses through the end of August, so... Uh, at the end of August, we're going to be listening. We're going to be rereading all. We're going to be reading all of them, and then we will be making adjustments to the network based on those. And please have people mo mo the other podcast hosts leave, leave, leaving jokes on there. Please don't leave jokes. That's something I take very seriously. And and next year I'm going to have people put their names um in their emails so I can because there is some feedback on there that I would like to send people, but I can't since I didn't put in. Please write down your email address. So, uh, yeah, that's something that's going in the 2021 survey. Uh, maybe I'll do an, a revised one for 2020. I don't know. I'll probably just put it in 2021. All right. Uh, thank you guys so much, so much for listening. Uh, I'm your host, Drew Gretsch, and may the force be with you.